<clears throat> I know who you are. I know what you are. And I know exactly what I've signed up for. I don't think you do. I'm going to beat you at WrestleMania. I'm going to take that title. You know it. I know it. And if I can't, I'm going to take a piece of you with me. And I believe that. And so should you. Unlike him, I don't respect you. But you will. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? It is Justin and Meals, and we are we are live early in the morning on the on Pacific time. This is usually a lot earlier than we usually do this show. It's um, lunchtime for me. It's lunchtime. It's a comfortable time for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very comfortable time. But we are here on the on a special episode of the A Show, and, and we me- we mentioned last week that we were going to put these two together. But this this is just too monumental for us to make into one episode. So we're we're gonna. This is going to be our, our retrospective episode on what we potentially think could be the main event or will be the main event of WrestleMania 34. That is uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns part two, uh, a match that is three years in the making and, and possibly, you know, even in their first match, possibly longer than that. Um, this is a, this is an important story. And I think it's one of the most, you know, me and Mills think this is one of the most poignant stories uh, and the most interesting stories in WrestleMania and WWE history. I think it is, it'll, it'll really go down in history as one of the most interesting dichotomies of two characters uh as far as fan fan reaction and everything like that so i i I think why this is one of the most interesting stories is is one of the reasons why is because it's in a rare class Mm -hmm. this isn't a rare class of matches that potentially we we don't know the order yet of the card but this could be potentially one of the very few matches in wrestlemania history that main events wrestlemania more than once and we've seen it in the past we've seen it with the rock in austin we've seen it with um the rock and john cena but this is the first time we could have a double sort of repeat main event and it's between roman reigns and brock lesnar and they kind of follow under similar situations they kind of follow when we look back three years from you know three years from this wrestlemania it's kind of a similar situation where roman reigns is well at that time, he was seemingly the next big thing, and he was going against Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. whose future in the WWE was somewhat questionable based on if he would resign or not resign to the company. And I think that was, we'll talk about that and how that was sort of the buzz around the, you know, around the internet. Then it was, it is Roman Reigns just being coordinated because Brock Lesnar is leaving. And it's kind of a similar thing this year because it's been three years. Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 31 signed an extension for three years. It's been three years since then. We're having literally the same main event going forward with kind of the similar implications, but right. both two men are in completely different spaces than they were in WrestleMania 31. Right. And to, to kind of celebrate that and, 
just bring everybody up to speed on on, on this because we think this is just such an interesting story. We're going to be rewatching uh, WrestleMania 31's main event, which is Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, and you guys can watch it with us. Uh, the timestamp, and we'll give you guys plenty of time as you listen to us banter for the first couple of minutes to get uh, to get your timestamp ready. We are watching on the WWE Network. Uh, and our timestamp starts at 3.32.26. So the three-hour mark, 32-minute mark. Uh, so get your get your WWE Network set there. We can all watch it together and we'll be... On the Russell, yeah, on the WrestleMania 31 video. Yeah, on the WrestleMania 31 video. We'll, we'll do so don't don't pull it up uh, from On the, Daily Motion. Don't pull yeah. it up on YouTube or some guys... Well, they could. They could. They I could. mean, they could, but you're not gonna, it's not going to be official. It's not going to be... It's not going to be a, a show certified, you know? Right. It's it's going to... It's going to... You're going to be off at a different time. Then Michael Cole's voice is going to be real, you know, squeaky and everything because they have to do the, you know, the video distortion so they don't get sued on YouTube or Daily Motion. So, you know what? Make sure you're a show certified. Make sure you subscribe to the WWE Network, even though they don't pay us. And um, make sure you get that timestamp ready. What's the timestamp again? It's, it's 3.32.26. You will see, uh, at, at, as it stops, you'll see the, the camera sweeping the crowd. So you might be a little couple seconds off. You might be, you might not get it correct, like super correct. But as long as you see the crowd, probably on uh, our right, your, your right side, you'll see the crowd panning to Roman Reigns. He's about to come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we actually start watching that, um, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns was an interesting build. Um, if you go back a year to 2014 in New Orleans, ironically, this takes place in New, uh, WrestleMania takes place in New Orleans this year. You had Brock Lesnar defeating the undertaker and, and beating his streak at WrestleMania and starting a tear through pretty much the whole division. He, uh, he would end up defeating, uh, John Cena for the WWE title at SummerSlam that year. And he would hold it all the way up to this point. And uh, in, a, in a pretty interesting, it was, a, it was the first time we had ever seen a part-time champion in WWE. And now it's like commonplace, it's normal. But uh, how did you feel when, when, you know, we found out that Brock wasn't going to be on the show every single week? Um, I think at that time I got it and I was kind of okay with it at that point. Well, you know what? L- let me step back. I'm trying to re-step back three years ago where I was, how I was. I probably, I got it from a business standpoint, because I think right. I can see how it would work and everything that, but I always wondered how would that fare for the actual shows? And what would that be the main event as someone who's watched WWE probably faithfully for the last 25 years or so? Um, the championship has always been one of the centerpieces of every pay-per-view, every pay-per-view mm-hmm. moving forward was a fatal five-way match, a six pack challenge, a one-on-one, everything at le- every pay-per-view, there is at least one world championship match because the world championship in the WWE means absolutely everything. So to not see it on the card, um, on following pay-per-views following that SummerSlam, it, it, it was crazy. Um, I think in terms of, and I, and I want to run back to WrestleMania 30 for a sense, WrestleMania 30, um, at that point, Brock Lesnar had been WWE for, I think at least two years at that yeah. point. Yeah, it was two um, years. But it, it felt like at that time that they hadn't been using him to like peak Brock Lesnar, you know, peak Brock Lesnar. Um, he came back. He came back the day after WrestleMania 28. He started his tear, his tear. WrestleMania 29, he had that match against Triple H that I, I don't think anybody really remembers. 
um, just just be, just because it kind of was like the standard Triple H program. But at WrestleMania 30, when they decided to really give him the keys and have him be the one in 21, have him be the guy who defeats The Undertaker, have this be a sort of major storyline, and not even just a major storyline, a major part of his in- entire career. Beyond yeah. holding six WWE World Championships, beyond winning a Royal Rumble, beyond winning King of the Ring, I think Brock Lesnar will be known and go down as the guy who ended the streak of The Undertaker at WrestleMania. And it's and it's probably the biggest thing that you can give any guy in the company, at least in 2014 at that point. So when he when that happened... I, you know, it was pure shock against, you know, on everybody. Everybody was shocked. Everybody couldn't believe it. And it kind of just rejuvenated what Brock Lesnar was. And it kind of reinvented what Brock Lesnar was. We knew he was a beast. We knew he was a monster. But he really went on a tear. And that complete year after that was probably really the best year of his career. Yeah. And um, I mean, on the, on the other side of the coin, you had Roman Reigns, who had been being groomed for since 2012, uh, in, in fact, to, to be the next face of the WWE. And there was a huge, you know, bout of, of, of fan support for him. So if you look at his t- 2014, that is the year when uh, at WrestleMania 30, same event, the, the he was still in the shield and they were going against uh, the New Age Outlaws. And and Kane. And so, Kane, like, listen, yeah. Kane is omnipresent amongst WWE history. He's going Absolutely. to be there everywhere. <laughs> Absolutely, and then it's a rite of passage. And then in 2014, you, they had some excellent matches against Evolution, and then you finally had your first uh, glimpse of Rain, uh, Roman versus the the Authority, which would go on for years, and it has been going on for years. And uh, he ended up having a very lengthy feud with with Seth Rollins in the summer of 2014 as as Brock Lesnar was rising but you started to see and this is this is interesting to to even think about now he was a more sympathetic character then his friend had just turned on him he was betrayed he was out on his own for the first time and he was having to face everything on his own and the the fuse that he had there there were it were, they were super minor, but they were built to put him in the main event picture. Uh, stuff against like the Big Show, who he suffered his first pinfall loss against. Uh, ironically, if anyone can even remember that, but it, it was a uh, he was kind of sidelined also that fall with the hernia injury, which like Roman always has these weird injuries at the weird times of the year, and it actually it happened when he was supposed to face uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah, he, he ended up not facing him uh, at Night of Champions that year. Which kind of yeah, which kind of plays into the story when we watch this WrestleMania 31 thing. Yeah, but uh, this this Roman Reigns story just heading through the summer and heading through the fall, just sort of the rise of it. I mean, even slightly before WrestleMania 30, we saw him be the last two in the Royal Rumble. He was he was face to face with Batista, nose to nose, eliminated. You know, 13, I believe it was 13 occupants from the Royal Rumble. He headed to WrestleMania 30. He did his thing there and just, he was really on a tear. It really became uh, the next big thing. But once yeah, that threshold happened where he definitely broke from the shield, it became to rejuvenate and sort of reinvent his career moving forward. Right. And uh, I guess it, it, there's no time but the present to talk about this, but uh, the Royal Rumble, 2015 Royal Rumble. Um, very very interesting show that was marked by by a 
awful <laughs> an awful ending and a great Brock Lesnar match. <laughs> yeah, easily it was kind of a tale of two different stories, right? Because yeah. Brock Lesnar just, you know, I don't think anybody expected the type of match that they would have um just because we've seen the Brock Lesnar John Cena story, they've added Seth Rollins in while all three are great, you know, competitors. I don't think anybody expected the caliber of match that we got from all three of them becoming one of probably one of the best triple threat matches that I've seen ever. Absolutely. Uh, um, but it was it was kind of the tale of two stories because when you when you look now, you know, on the other side of the coin with Roman Reigns and how his Royal Rumble 2015, it's not as sweet. And he kind of he kind of goes into one of possibly the worst Royal Rumbles of all time, at least how I remember it. Um, yes, this is a this is a Royal Rumble where you're also neck and neck with uh, Daniel Bryan returning from his injury and and they wanted to everyone wanted it to be brian that year literally yeah. every single and the, and again there's parallels between this year as well where brian is returning again yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> and i'm sure yeah. everyone would love it to be brian versus brock lesnar at this absolutely point. absolutely and you, you know roman reigns uh ends up basically coming in at entry 19 and you start to see the inevitability <laughs> of everything that starts to happen with the final four uh in the match where it's it's like i think the final four was like wasn't that was the one where rusev comes out and he, he yeah was in the, he was in the uh he was in the bottom of the under the ring or something like that yeah and, it ended up being a weird um I think it ended up being like Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns versus Kane and um, Big Show as like the final four before anyone realized that Rusev was still there. Yeah. But I think one of the most notable things was I think the crowd completely turned on it because even before halfway through the Royal Rumble, Daniel Bryan, who was entered at this point, was eliminated. So By, at, by Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, at, by Bray Wyatt. So at this point, no one wants to see what happens next because their favorite that they wanted to win, you have Daniel Bryan who had not, you know, lost the actual world championship who had to necessarily give it up because of injury had to come back and sort of edge his way back in at the same time that we see the company 100% getting behind Roman Reigns. They're pretty much laying out the carpet for Roman Reigns with like feuds with like Seth Rollins and Randy Orton and everything. They're trying to build him up and it's kind of like a, a definite clash between those two stories. Um, yeah. And I mean, I, I won't say that quality wise, and I watched it earlier this week. This wasn't a, a awful rumble, but there's just was. there. The, but there's a there's a sense of just not being a satisfying one, and I think that's what really kills it for everybody. Like even it's the, kind it, of it's kind of putting your nose in it and making you eat it, kind of. Yeah, it's like the, it's it's not even subtle, even down to to uh the rock <laughs> the rock the biggest cosign ever can we talk about that for a second just yes to... yes the, like the rock comes out uh after roman wins the the match and he is clearly absolutely confused as to <laughs> what is going on this is and, I mean, and even to this day we've never seen something like this ever where a undisputedly like loved and beloved fan favorite is vociferously booed by everyone in the arena, he's he's holding up Roman's hand. Roman has a shit-eating grin. It's it's an epic like this like living in this moment, Mills. And I think anyone who, who who's listening to this, you remember that moment. Like oh, that 100%. was one of it was a low moment. And, and I also and I talked about this earlier. I think this week on Twitter, I was like, we had to go through a lot of shit to get to where we are right now. One hundred percent. And this like, is included. Like and and it. 
I think because everyone saw the writing on the wall so just very, very clearly. And it wasn't to even just the writing on the wall, but like I said, just like you're going to eat this. We're sticking your face in it. We're sticking your nose in it. And you're going to manage to stomach this, what we're doing because we're building Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is our guy that we're taking. Last year, we gave you guys the key and we gave you guys Daniel Bryan and we're doing this, but we're not one. We're not doing this again. Um, so the, yeah, the rock comes out. It's, it's insane. It's, it's all over, you know, all the news cycles the following day of just people shitting. I don't think we've had a, an ending to a pay-per-view where people were just so, you know, intensely dissatisfied with the product. Yeah, um, there were there were huge, um, huge chants for Rusev, huge CM Punk chants, huge. And this is in Philly, by the way. Yes. Um, there are huge bullshit chants at, there. And I think more than anything, and he's still never been able to, there, there are a few things that Roman has never been able to re- recover from. Mm-hmm. This Royal Rumble, I'd put in the top three, maybe number one. I'd put CM Punk shitting on him on that podcast is like maybe number two, number three. And I think that third, uh, that the third is like the other Royal Rumble. Which, what year was it? Um, Fuck! There was there was an was it the one, the one the next 2016. year? Right? It was 2016. Yeah. Well, no, it was 2017. I think it was 2017. It was 17. It was Where, 17. Triple H. Triple H was 16. Triple H was 16. Okay, so it was the build to the Triple H match that killed them. Ah, uh, okay. It was yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it essentially was that. Yes, it was Triple H pretty handedly, you know, demolishing Roman Reigns and him not being seen on television for weeks following that. Because uh, of, like, of those weird, those weird injuries those, that he gets. <laughs> and then this also started the uh, canceled WWE network trend, which yeah. was insanity. Like, I've, I don't think we've ever, we have ever, um, you know, they, they, we've ever seen a backlash like this, but Vince and the WWE, they, they, they held strong and they knew what their, their main event was and right. they knew where they wanted to go. And, and that this led- is- and this is weird because we've lived through the Cena era. Like we've lived through people hating the absolute guy. We've lived through just from 2005 through probably 2011. We lived through that era of John Cena where people 100% hated John Cena. They did not want to see him as champion. Mm-hmm. They booed him. I mean, now it's regular for people to boo him in his entrance, but you, you kind of see it as a sign of respect now. But we lived through that era. But I'd say this Roman Reigns thing. At, at just being at the point of career that Roman Reigns was, where he was just really, I mean, he started wrestling probably a couple of years back and he was really starting to get into the main event thing. To get that amount of backlash has to sort of not only just bruise your ego, but it just has to like hurt just genuinely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember the post-match promo with him in The Rock and he's just like, He's he's there, but he's not fully there. I mean, and, and all, he, all he could do at that point was just react. And react in a way that was not probably would earn him any more fans. Absolutely. And that actually led to a very, and, this, and the build to this WrestleMania uh, is so, it's so strange because even when you, like the night after, there was a huge blizzard, a huge snowstorm that kept people on the East Coast in their houses for days. And some, some people like weeks. And it actually ended up being the first Raw ever yeah. that was preempted because of that act of God. And they actually had to go to uh, Stanford, Connecticut and do the, do the episode there just in the complete snow. I'll, I'll never forget JBL being outside in that shit. <laughs> 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 I watched the episode a couple of days ago and I was like, this is a, 
it's a really great episode of Raw also. Um, it's a lot of interviews and a lot of uh, throwbacks to, to Royal Rumble. But it's also the WWE kind of being vulnerable and, and taking the, the bad and making good out of it. You got an awesome Paul Heyman promo out of, out of this episode. And an even better, and I, I still say, even though he's, he's, beat, he's beat it this year with his promos against Brock, one of the best Roman Reigns promos ever as well. I'd say so. I mean, I want to try to play a little bit of audio from it if if you if you guys will. Um, but it's just one of these moments that you, you just can't forget. I'm gonna try to play it right now. Let's see. Let me put my producer head on. Oh wow, okay, here we go. Everything about your family is like a bird to air, it's like a fish to water. That it's it's in a Samoan's blood to go into the ring. I've known you since you were a little boy in Pensacola when your dad was wrestling in the arenas down there. And I'm awfully proud of you for what you accomplished last night. I respect it greatly. I also know Dwayne The Rock Johnson. But more importantly, The Rock knows Brock Lesnar. And here's a part of your family history that is not told down to the next generation. Because in 2002, The Rock ruled the roost around here. The Rock, just like Brock is now, was the reigning, defending, undisputed WWE heavyweight champion of the world, laying the smackdown all across the globe. The one top guy and everybody's fantasy was that was going to last forever until that fantasy ran up against the reality in a new guy like you're the new guy the next big thing like i think you're the next big thing in a rookie by the name of brock lesnar and when that rookie Brock Lesnar got his hands on The Rock, Brock Lesnar took at will the WWE World Heavyweight Championship away from The Rock. Now, surely you remember their epic rematch on pay-per-view. You don't. You can't. Because The Rock never asked for a rematch with Brock Lesnar. Hmm. I'll end it there crazy pretty strong stuff yeah there's a there's um there's a there's a strong retort by roman reigns that follows you guys can all look at it it's a january 26 2015 raw but it it ended up being one of the most viewed raws of all time it averaged about 4.42 million people for a raw that had no in-ring matches that were pretty much a raw that featured royal rumble the, the the replay of the royal rumble match featured interviews with daniel bryan and seth rollins and and paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns just featured that. Um, it was one of the most viewed Raws, I probably in, in recent history. Um, and it, it, everyone in the world saw the palpable intensity between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, and pretty much that these two are on a collision course. Yeah, and uh, even in the buildup too. But here's the thing: like they followed that up, that buildup up with just a completely like strange even stranger build to this match where it's like they're having they're having like tug of wars with the belt and they're barely even like 
they didn't they, they don't touch at all it's it's like they saved all of the the physicality uh which is a complete uh, and, and i and i love how they do it now because obviously they're familiar with each other but they saved a lot of the physicality uh for the the actual match and we we go all the way to um levi stadium on march 29th 2015 so we're we are a day removed from the third anniversary of this show of wrestlemania 31 and uh we huge wrestlemania um it actually wwe reported that it's the highest grossing wwe event ever which drew a revenue of 12.6 million with 76,976 people attending the show wrestlemania 31 and again i I think it's one of my favorite wrestlemanias uh ever to be honest I want to point out just in the fact, just the the atmosphere days beforehand between Roman and Brock. We had that tug of war. We had just before that tug of war, there was a very, very strong Paul Heyman promo where it says Brock Lesnar is going plans to Brock Lesnar is a beast. Brock Lesnar will go into your family's house, kick down your door, take your wife and name your kids Lesnar. (laughs) <laughs> so it was very, very strong. And then they had that tug of war. A few days later, it was announced on ESPN. This would begin sort of the real, real um, relationship between ESPN and WWE that Brock Lesnar had re-signed to a new three-year contract. So just days before this WrestleMania match, when everyone thought, you know, it's Brock Lesnar's out the door. He's back to UFC. He's going to do that thing. And by all intents, he was. WWE gave him an offer that he simply could not turn down. Or maybe he chose not to turn down just for his for long term sake, and he resigned to the company. So that kind of changes the narrative, and it changes sort of the feeling about the match because it's, do we take the title off Brock Lesnar now? Do we still go on with the coronation of Roman Reigns, what we've been building to for the last year or so? So it, it, it it's it's a strong, it's a very very strong atmosphere leading into this match. Yep, and we're gonna we're gonna get into the match uh, in just a couple of seconds. So if you guys are already ready, turn your your timestamps to again three thirty two twenty six. We're gonna be watching Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, Mills, are you ready? On three or after three? Uh, after three. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I'm gonna count down. I'm gonna okay. count down. That's what all I'm right. Gonna- after so, one or on one? <laughs> after one. After one. After one. Okay. So three, two, one, go. All right. All right. I'm I'm locked in. I'm here. Um, you guys may not be able to hear this. I, I wasn't able to loop this in because this computer is very, very old. Um but we see Roman Reigns here, and he looks he looks incredible. This is at AT&T Stadium? Yeah. AT&T Stadium, sold out, thousands of fans. He's still approaching. He's still going through the crowd, which is something that he does not do now. He looks very bothered. Yeah. I, I think interesting. One, one, one thing that stands out to me, Roman's fucking eyes, okay? Is he wearing contacts? I don't know. All right, so I don't know. To me, I, I, I. So I, I have to look in his eyes on Monday now because yeah. I could swear. I and I've gone through this before because I've definitely watched his past matches before where I noticed these very, very prominent um, gray eyes. But I think he legit has those eyes. 
Dude, they're, they're, but they're, they're like brighter. Like, I don't even notice how bright his eyes are anymore. But when I watch this, it's glaring how, how bright his eyes are. Like, so it's yeah. probably contacts. Vince was like, yeah, damn it. Come on. We need the eyes. It's insane. Like, look look at it. Like, when he's walking up right there, he looks he's like walking. a ghost. Uh, like you a know what? Walker. I appreciate the stoic sort of... I appreciate the security walking past him. I appreciate all that. It makes it look completely cool. Yeah. And now, if you if you think about the show, these fans have seen Ronda Rousey uh, already. They've mm-hmm. seen The Undertaker come back right before this. They've seen Sting get extinguished. Oh, so. yeah, well, all right. Uh, they have seen the, one of the Undertaker return. Undertaker return. Yeah, again. So he's returning again. He's returning just like, listen, right? Parallels. Right? Parallels. Roman Reigns beat the streak. Undertaker returns again for some match against some, ju- you know, goober. Like, Ooh. we here. Yeah, there oh. we go. Look at the fireworks show. I, I, you know, I don't mind that we don't have pyro anymore if it's saved for really cool shit like this during the year. This is big money pyro, baby. Yeah, I'm this cool is, with that. They got the 360 camera. Actually, Mills, this is the first time we've ever watched a wrestling match together. Yes, this is true. This is true. It's kind of crazy. I literally shut my mouth during every match. <laughs> Well, you don't have to talk. I'm, I'm definitely going to talk. Throughout no, this. I'm definitely talking. Oh, are you kidding me? We're Cole and, you know, Michael Cole and JBL over here. Come on. I could have picked two better announced teams. JR, Steve Carino, what are we we're, doing? <laughs> we're going to have uh, we're going to have definitely way better announced team this year at, at, at um, WrestleMania. That, those are contacts meals. I'm sorry, bro. Listen to that pop for Lesnar. Oh, my God. Everyone loves Brock Lesnar at this point because Brock Lesnar is an ass-kicking machine. Oh, my God. Just a really stage. Good. Really good camera work. I mean, just compare this to Strong Style Evolved. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I could play this in the background so I could have some audio looped in, but I can't. Um Okay, look at Brock looks in, he's in tremendous shape here. He's in amazing shape. This is a stark <laughs> contrast from where he is now, which is like he's on he's super senioritis. He doesn't give a shit anymore. He's about to leave. Yeah. He's wrestling Kane on house shows in the Miz and everything. He's not working out. He might Ooh. do he might do a few stretches before the match, but he's not gonna actually give a shit about it. How about Levi's Stadium, man? Well, that's a great a great setup for a stadium, man. This is nice. Oh, we we also missed Triple H's uh, Terminator entrance in the sun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the bright, the bright, bright, unforgiving sun. Yeah, the heavy shot at WCW that he was a Terminator and he terminated every single thing about WCW Listen, in 2015. You don't want us to go through that match of Triple H instead. <laughs> oh, I would love to. I would love to go through that match. <laughs> It's all, it all comes down to this. Roman Reigns, like we said earlier, had a great fucking year. Just, Roman just, Reigns had a great year. I mean, he, this was still a building year for him. He still wasn't the best on the mic. Neither is Brock at this point. Um, he still wasn't as comfortable. I think he was comfortable in the ring, but he's not as comfortable as he is now that he can just pull out these great matches out of pretty much anybody at this point. Yeah. B- but he's he's 
he's solid. He's he's earned, I think, at this point, this place in the WWE. Whereas people didn't think he earned it there. I, honestly, like, even, it was just so weird after the Shield broke up, just how everything played out. Like, Seth Rollins was catapulted to top guy immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and Roman was in the upper mid-card. Like, it was just a weird reversal of fortune. And they do the same thing with Roman literally in uh, 2016, 2017, when he got mm-hmm. the, when he got popped for the for the uh, the wellness. Here we go. We got Lillian Garcia making noise. Roman Reigns' entire family is in this crowd. Yes, and we'll talk about we'll talk about their reaction to this match after. They are not happy. <laughs> Kayfabe and in real life. Uh oh, love this, love yes. this. Get out the ring, Lillian. I got this. Paul Heyman, I will also say just as important uh, to this match and Brock Lesnar in general as anyone. I I, I think that goes without saying. Well, I think over the month, I mean, Brock Lesnar didn't make any as much appearances that he made this year, but Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman really carried this feud on the mic. And when I say they really carried the feud, I mean, Paul Heyman really carried Roman Reigns through this entire thing with the, with the barbs and everything like that. I just remember though, that Roman Reigns' mantra was, I can, I I will, will. (laughs) I believe that. And I was just like, oh, come on. All right. Roman Obama, come on. All right. <laughs> I, I really I think I really think these entrances are actually longer than the actual match. <laughs> it's, it's it's it rivals it. The, this this match is literally in the last 20 minutes of the show. I, I remember watching this and thinking, are they gonna go over? Listen. This is a fight, man. This is just, this is ugly. This isn't good. Look at this. They're literally hitting each other. He throws him into the turnbuckle. It's real. They're They're, they're fighting for real. They're fucking hitting each other. I wonder what the conversation was. Brock's already bleeding, by the way. I um, I wonder what the conversation was about here, where it's like, just lay it in. Lay it in, brother. Oh. F5, off rip. Brock Lesnar, you see under his eye, he's already, you know, he looks like a, he's a UFC fighter, former UFC champion. He already got his eye busted open. (laughs) So imagine how that makes him feel at this point. He's like, oh, we'll ain't shit in now. Okay. All right. Brock is so good here, man. Even the facials he has when he does the blood, like the blood shit. He didn't expect that. Like that's literally something he just on the fly. Like that's that's that shows you just how good he is. He's he's going back to it so many times. He's like, "Where are we doing this?" I wonder if in this in the in the uh, match next week, if uh, he will try the F five first and then try to go for a pin, knowing that you know Roman didn't go down for it the, the first time three years ago. Oh shit. Listen, this is a suplex we haven't seen from Brock Lesnar in <laughs> years, man. 
And Brock Lesnar has had these differently paced matches over the last three years. Um, I mean, all of his matches were like this other than the three-way. They were just literally him suplexing motherfuckers. Those are real elbows here. These are real real elbows. (laughs) Real punch. Real punch. Oh, God. Nah. Lesnar's big boy in this dude. He's doing this, man. You want to talk about you want to talk about fucking Ishii and Makabe matches? This is the, <laughs> this is the WWE equivalent right here. Listen, man, that shiner under his eye, man, pissed him off. It's like a no mercy when you bleed and you have that character that can't look at his own blood. <laughs> uh, the, uh, this is what and this is what I want to talk about. I hate this shit. He's smiling. The, the smirk. The smirk. I hate that shit. It's not a good smirk. That's why I hate it. It's not a good smirk. It, it it destroys all belief. Like I I'm so glad he stopped doing that. A high angle suplex. My God. Suplex, suplex. City, bitch. Listen, this is where it all started. No, yep. it didn't. It started it did. a couple. It did. I, th- I thought it started at the Cena match. No, it started oh. here. Suplex City, bitch. Yeah, it started here. It would be on every shirt with Brock Lesnar's name on it moving forward. <laughs> Look at this. It's fucking with him. I love that he wanted he, he didn't take him seriously at all. Ooh. They're going for it, man. This is what I love about this match overall. They're literally going for it. They're going for it. They're hitting each other very, very hard. It's a, it's, it's possibly the stiffest main event I've seen in WrestleMania history. Like, this is a year after the whole Daniel Bryan story, and it was more into the story, and it was more into capturing that. And this is just brutal. Yeah. I'd say uh, two years in a row for Mania having two really good main events. I, I think it, in the in the past uh, two three years it hasn't really been like this. Yeah, because next year you'd have uh, you'd have Triple H, Triple versus H and Roman, Triple H and Roman. Then we'd have Roman and Undertaker. Yeah, listen, these might do. He's, this is what the 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 five Pete potentially four Pete. Yeah, I, I really still think it's AJ Nakamura. I really think it is. You don't want to risk that. I just think you just don't want to risk it. You don't want to risk a really bad reaction in sending the fans home unhappy if Roman wins this match. We'll give him a new day. <laughs> this entire match, man. I love it. Roman has got what offense in this match? Zero? Very little, but he gets a bit. <laughs> he gets a big. He gets a, some big shots in. Trust me. Wow, very suggestive angle there. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, you're immature. Thanks a lot, guys. Way to be mature. This is professional wrestling, man. His knees, man. He's good that he's blocking him. Great. It, you know what? In the same way that I love this, I love the the, the Goldberg Lesnar match for being a, a sprint, just a complete sprint. Mm-hmm. Look at this shit. Look at this bump he's about to take. 
He doesn't give a shit about him. That's what the <laughs> you can just see that from Lesnar's face. Like he do, he gives no shit. Look at that. Like, oh my, oh my god. god, that knee. I know he felt that. Like his ribs. I can tell he felt that. His body just jolted after that knee. They showed a slow motion of the knees to the ribs again, and he's just man. Pure, pure pain. Knee. Listen, he's returning them knees. He's like, where are oh, we God. doing this? He where are we doing he, this? Listen, that knee was so crazy. Like, Brock fucked Bro- uh, Braun Strowman up for shit like that. <laughs> you start to hear, you start to hear the crowd kind of. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, look at that. my look God. At that. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That clothesline. So he caught his leg and he hit him with a clothesline from the apron to the bottom. And. <laughs> man, this is brutal. Brutal. I love it, man. Fuck. Look how look at this shit. That he knee. fucked Braun. Like Braun gave him a knee like that late last year. Or and was Brock it, was yeah. like, "Who the fuck that?" <laughs> yeah, Brock fucked him up for that. <clears throat> Listen, Brock is bleeding. He is the only one bleeding in this match, which is surprising. This is a fight, and I think I, I, I love it for that. It's just being just fucking brutal. Roman is checking his teeth. Easy. Listen, you wouldn't be able to tell after this match of who, you know, was getting brutalized more. Yeah. But, man. Actually, you wouldn't even be able to tell that this match was going to win. So. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, that's definitely true. Uh. JBL's great here also. I think I think he carries this match. He, yeah, 100%. The man loves an ass kicking. He's able to call it very, very well. It's very paced. You know? I think it also helps that this match is very Jesus. paced too. <laughs> Just how paced this match is, I think it's very conducive to the way they're announcing this match because they're not having to fit in a whole bunch of things. It's not, you know, high energy. It's It's just kind of... A move and then, you know, recover. You see the reaction. See the reaction. I think I think Roman in these contacts look silly. Like I swear these are contacts. These contacts. You think him and Ember Moon go to the same guy <laughs> for their jeans and their contacts? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, oh shit! Oh, like Brock just doesn't do this anymore, man. Nah, man. No front suplexes. But he, he has he had a reason to care. I think probably the last match he truly cared about was that one against AJ Styles. Yeah. And that might have been the only one he cared about in the last like three years. And I because, think he cared because he respects AJ. And you could you could really tell yeah. in that match. He gave him a lot. He gave AJ a lot. A lot more than he gives anybody. Got him up at five again. I'm glad he didn't counter it at this point because it's, it, it wouldn't have made sense. But he does kick out of that second F5. And Brock is like, word? Okay. All right. I see the kid's got a little fight in him. <laughs> Listen, and no one's kicking. Well, I think Rome's going to kick out the F5. And I think they protected the F5 for the past year mm-hmm. very well. But I think he's kicking out of that shit. 
Oh, yeah. He's he's taking the gloves off. He's taking the gloves off, man. Listen, this is great work by Brock Lesnar. Great sports entertainment work. Just knowing your role and handling it correctly. Because he's taking off the gloves. He's like, okay, I'm going to have to barehandedly beat this man senseless. Also love that it plays parallels into the Cena match where it's like they're clearly building Roman to be stronger than that. Like younger, stronger, could take more punishment. Look at that slap. A bitch slap. Let's wake up. He's getting his New Japan on right now, boy. <laughs> look, at the, look, at this, look at this replay. Yo, <laughs> shout out to shout out to Slapfest Hot 97. <laughs> if oh you don't remember God. that. Oh, see, see, this is good. I, I like Roman's defiant stuff, but he's going to do that fucking smirk. And that mm-hmm. laugh. Look at the laugh. I don't like. I don't understand this. Is he supposed to be crazy? Like I don't. I, I, don't, know. I don't get it. I don't know. It never really works. Brox is like, nah, fuck that. Low angle German suplex. Rock now, you for a second. Now we know what's coming in about a minute and a half here. So, if this match ends like this, what what do you think of Roman after that? <laughs> I think. I think WWE wants to go with Brock Lesnar more than Roman Reigns if it ends at this point. <laughs> Shit. You got the third F5. Third F5. This is the, what killed The Undertaker. This is what so, killed The Undertaker. And he kicks out of that. And Roman Reigns kicks out. Take that, Mark Calloway. So when I'm watching this live, I remember watching this live and I'm like, what is going to happen? Are they really going to do this tonight? Like, I was like, are they really going to do this tonight? Oh my God. Listen, three F5s and, you know, after three F5s, like, what do you do? A fourth? Like, what do you even, when, you, what's you the point you stop trying? <laughs> you shoot them. You shoot them. And, I, and uh, honestly, this three F5 stuff, you hear the crowd turning here. This three F5 stuff, it, it killed, it killed Roman even more. Like, the crowd just doesn't believe, they did not believe him as a underdog at all. And they still don't. The crowd is turning on him even more with, with him kicking out of these F5s. Roman Reigns, it looks like he's about to get thrown into that ring post. Nope, he reverses it. Brock Lesnar goes head first into the ring post. Yep, hard way. Needs more. Uh, <laughs> he Brock is he was doing everything in his power to get these matches over back in the day, and I, I wonder at what point where he just said fuck it. But he did not have to take the spot to that to to the post. Like that's concussion worthy right here. I think he knew that they couldn't blade, and it was just like we're doing things hard way. He's putting over this match, man. He's insane. He he did a lot for Roman here. I, I know that it didn't really work with the rest of how 2015 panned out, but mm-hmm. um, he did a lot for him here. I'd awesome. say that I, I'd say that after this, both of these after this match, and we'll talk about it at the end. Like both of these guys, kind of like had some really whatever 2015. Oh yeah, definitely not as good as their their year before. <clears throat> no, Brock is of, fucking bleeding a geyser here. This is they're, like, they're both trying to stand up again. Roman Reigns sees his opening. It looks like he's trying to line him up for the spear or something along those lines. Boom, Superman, Superman punch. punch. 
Well, Brock and doesn't this, know where he is right now. This Brock is got, where, this is where Michael Cole gets in his element. And it's just like, all right, now it's time to get excited. This is the true mark of a professional. Boom. Oh, Brock's and, selling, man. Brock is selling. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's selling. Listen, he twisted. He turned. He tried to catch himself. He couldn't. He picked himself back on one knee. One of the best in the game at selling. Brock Lesnar. Ooch, oh, third one. Nope. Nope. German hard elbows to the side of the head. He's already got cauliflower. He already, he he already has. He already has CTE. And now your head button. <laughs> <laughs> Superman Ooh, punch. Superman the third punch. one. That one hit. Excellent. Excellent Superman punch there. That one hit. So he's going for the spear now. He sees his opening. He tries to go for it and he lands it. But he's too hurt. Too hurt to pin. But he's going back back to the well. He's going back to the well. He knows that's not going to keep him down. Brock is stammering. He doesn't know what's going on. He's in a stupor. The second spear. Second spear. Kick out. Insanity. This is where they got him. This yeah. is where I. This is what got. This is this the fall that got him. And, and I, this and is what I love about Roman Reigns' matches. It's just the pacing and the timing. The man has impeccable timing when it comes to building and then knowing that exact moment when to get everybody back in the match. And this yeah. is this is a perfect explanation. I don't think the Superman punch changes the tide of a match any more than any other move that I've seen in WWE history. They're saying it's Roman Reigns' time. They're already coronating him before it's even over. Shout out to Michael Cole. Yeah, great call here. Goes for the Superman punch. Literally. Last one. Let's go. The fourth F5. Neither man can get back to their feet at this point. Lesnar's just taking two spears. This is the fourth F5 for Roman Reigns. There you go. And here comes Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. The mad sprint. Look at this run. <laughs> the he mad sprint. Run a, he had to run a whole football field. Listen, briefcase in hand, slid in. This is the physical representation of plans change. And I think more 100%. than anything, this is the, this is the, re, this is, I can't even call anything more than this is literally plans change. They're announcing that Seth Rollins is cashing in money in the bank. <coughs> really it's great two years for Seth Rollins also. from It's the now a he, triple threat, yeah. From the moment that he... Uh, love how they changed the rules of this. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It doesn't end the first match. Now it adds to the match. Yeah, I love Seth it. Seth Rollins, curb stomp. Curb stomp. More CTE for Brock. <laughs> On Brock Lesnar. He knew what he was doing. He kicked Roman Reigns out of the ring, and he said, I'm, I'm going to beat the champion. I need to beat Brock Lesnar. This is my WrestleMania moment. <coughs> also, a great call back to uh, the Royal Rumble match. Going yeah. for the F5. Hard oh, spear. That oh spear. God, that that spear bad. was literally a thrust in the stomach, a javelin. There you go. The curve right stop right in the middle. One, two. two, three. Seth Rollins wins the main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> literally, literally <laughs> the main event of WrestleMania. I know he's out for prob- possibly the next year. He's, he wants to have his moment again. But what can you say about a moment where you cash in money in the bank? Only, only person to cash in. That's JBL saying right now. Only person to cash it in. And he wins the WWE Championship in the main event of WrestleMania. Of the century, great call by Cole. There, calling it the heist of the century. The heist of the century. 
How are so you feeling I, at this I, point? I I'm marking out. I was at my friend Rodney's house and I was like, I couldn't, me and him were literally like, we could not believe what had just happened. I and couldn't I, believe it. They look at, look how Seth fall, like <laughs> it literally falls off of Brock's shoulders. That was a hard spear. That was not, that was, that was like, that was one of those spears where it takes everything out of you. It's the, literally the last gasp. Swing in the belt, swing the belt, brother. Swing the, I know Sika is going right to the backstage area right now to go talk to Vince. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, we gotta, we gotta talk about that. You wanna, you wanna fade out here? Uh yeah, let, let me, let's get to the fireworks before we before we talk about the the aftermath. I, I just right. I still get I still get chills from this. Listen, from this moment man, and moment for Sam, who a lot of people didn't see as the guy. Everyone thought it was Dean Ambrose. If you everyone thought it was Dean Ambrose, and no, everyone thought it was Dean Ambrose in the beginning. They obviously switched plans to Roman Reigns, but no one ever thought it was Seth Rollins. Yeah. But here we are. There's major pyro. He get he stole all their pyro. The pyro yeah. <laughs> salt in the wounds. That because was Brock's pyro. Yeah, this is Brock. It's like this should be my pyro. I should be the one sweaty, smirking, shit face grin. Amazing, amazing. Remember when the pyro almost killed people at WrestleMania 24? I was there. Really? Yes, I was in the stands. I saw it. I was there. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yep, I was right there. I was like, I, I was like, that's not part of the show, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I saw Ric Flair get retired that night, man. That shit, that shit was really emotional. But uh, yes, we get the title card there, and WrestleMania 31 is in the books, and you have Seth Rollins as the winner in a very odd, very chaotic, very hectic final uh, two minutes of that match. How crazy was that, man? This- like. It's so insane. It's so I can't believe it. Um, I do you was think there. this was the? Do you think this was the best move? Um. So, I think it was the best move in a standpoint where they realized that possibly Roman Reigns, especially after the Royal Rumble, maybe it was not time for Roman Reigns yet. And we see they thought that because they went to the well multiple years in a row and essentially tried to recreate this moment so many times. Well, even one more time, we're going to talk about it this year. But at this moment, I feel like Seth Rollins is the only palpable character that people give a genuine reaction to out of these two guys. Um, If I had to choose one of them, I probably would have chosen. I think they wanted to get the title off of Brock because they wanted to just switch things up a bit. And they knew it would always get back to Brock at some point. Yeah. Um, And they also knew. And I think it made sense for Brock uh, in in a difference uh, between Brock and 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 Roman. If since Brock resigned, they knew they could continue a storyline or they can continue many storylines with Brock there and, and have him chase the belt. And with Roman it was a lot different because they, it wasn't to continue the storyline. It was okay. We got to go back to the drawing board with this. Cause it wasn't working even to the days leading to it. It wasn't, it wasn't going to, people weren't feeling it. You can even see it in there. And that's why Yo. I say like in 2018, do they really want to take the risk on having the same shit happen? Um, so I don't, I think just with all the stock that has been built with Roman Reigns over the last three years, I mean, when we talk about the remainder of the 2015 for Roman Reigns, it was essentially a hard reset for yeah. Roman Reigns. The, just the pay-per-view after he's going against Big Show, and I think in some in the Extreme Rules pay-per-view or Backlash or whatever the hell it was, but 
just to 2015, they essentially said, okay, we're taking a step back and we've got to build this guy over again. And we've got to find a way to get people invested in Roman Reigns again. Um, in 2018, I say you have a guy that's already established. You have a guy that people generally know gives great matches and is a, is a locker room leader and respects that from that side. I don't fully think you get the same result of that match, especially when we know 100% that Brock Lesnar is leaving this match. And I think that's the kind of story they've been well, trying we, to paint. We don't know that yet. We don't oh, know. We don't, I mean, yes, we don't know. We don't know. But it, it's, it looks... It, there's a possibility, a strong possibility that he may not return after this match. Right. And I think that's the story they've been trying to paint. I think they've taken the the photo with Dana Dana White and Brock Lesnar and they've sort of spun it off into its own sort of work shoot real life storyline where now Roman Reigns, no longer the next big thing, is the big thing. Um is the guy who's representing WWE. He's the guy who's representing WWE Universe. And Brock Lesnar is the guy who we've all know. They're taking they're 100% taking advantage of all the dirt sheets and all the other things. Brock Lesnar is the guy who just shows up and does business and gets to work. You know, he's not someone who, you know, is around to have amazing matches. He's not there tearing the house down every night. He's literally just one of the faces, he's a draw. They know what his role is. So they're trying to build that sort of opposition where but the, I, but but does Roman as the underdog as he was in 2015, does that work in 2018? I, and I think that's what but takes, I don't think, takes people out of I, it. But I don't think he's the underdog. They're, I, they're positioning him as that. They're saying, I come to work all the time. I'm the everyman. I'm like, you're I not don't really think that's the an underdog. Man. I think he just represents the, the opposite of what Brock Lesnar represents. I think he represents someone who works hard. You my, know. That's my thing. It's not believable. Yeah. I, I mean, I could see that, but I don't think Brock. I don't think Roman Reigns goes in as the underdog. These are literally the two men who have beaten Undertaker at WrestleMania. Both of these men are the ones in twenty what twenty three or something. Um, but they're they're literally the two guys who have made history. It's their yard. They're on the same sort of even keel level. They're both former world championships. They're both former Royal Rumble winners. They're both, they have a lot more similarities than they do that we see to the sort of naked eye. But the difference is, is that Roman Reigns is the guy and Brock Lesnar never wanted to be the guy. And I think that's the tale of two different stories that Brock Lesnar is literally wants the championship. He wants bodies. He loves the physicality. He's not here for the sports entertainment or to kiss babies or do press or do anything like that. He is simply here to do what he does. That's his job and get in, get out. Whereas Roman Reigns is the guy who's passionate about it and all these other things. And he's built himself to the place that he is right now. Yeah. And I, I, th- I just think that just the difference between the build and I'll say that this year's build is better. I think oh, there yeah. was a lot. There was a lot of extenuating, uh, extenuating circumstances and weird shit that happened in 2015 that just kind of made it a really organic build. But I think WWE is aware of what's going on th- this year, and they're aware of what what people think, and they're aware of the of all the criticism. I think, and I, and yeah. I think that, that leaves them a that puts them ahead of, of everything because they they see that. And I don't know. I, I I think at the time, looking back, Seth was the was the right decision. And shooting him up to main guy status and, and top guy status was, was something that they needed to do. You make a third guy, at least. I mean, you, you, yeah. you've done that. Because he had a, a undoubtedly better year than any of them. You had, you had him against Cena at SummerSlam. You had him uh, against Ambrose for most of the summertime. But I, and I mentioned this earlier when we were watching the match. 
Roman and Brock had some very like uneventful feuds afterwards. You had you had Roman against the Big Show <laughs> at right. one point, and then after the Big Show, you had Roman in a six month almost feud with Bray what? fucking Wyatt. Oh my god, that kind of just killed. It kind of you know threw the sails out of everything, and it just kind of felt like a holding pattern until the next big Roman Reigns moment. But it lasted so long, and yeah. no one was interested. And, it did and then, no favors. And then you had Brock, who of course was on a limited schedule and a more limited schedule in 2015 than he had in 2018. I think he showed up way more in 2018 than he did in 2015. Mm-hmm. But he he had uh, he continued his feud with the Undertaker, which uh, led to a match at SummerSlam and a final match at Hell in a Cell, which I thought was a pretty good match. Both were kind of jarring finishes as well. That I think people who may not give the credit for the match that they should because of how the circumstances went. You look at that SummerSlam match. I was there. It was kind of questionable what happened. One tapped out, one got pinned. It was kind of a dusty finish. And then it, it they show that apparently Undertaker won or something along those lines. And then you had the Hell in a Cell match kind of decided by a low blow, which is another jarring sort of finish with the two brutal guys that you got there. But it, it, yeah, it's their careers after that match, it didn't really have sort of the spark, the upturn that we all expected. It took a while. It took a while for Brock at least to get back to where he was. Right. Uh, I don't think he, I don't think he really got there because you know the, like the next real big feud he had was they they tried to put him against the Wyatts, then right. it didn't work, and then they put him against Dean, and then they they put him right back into the title mix, and then they had the Goldberg program, which kind of saved them in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And, and um, with Roman, it, it was kind of like. It's start and stop with Roman, and yeah. I, I, sh- I wonder if it doesn't happen the way that they want it to after this year. Will they do this another year? And that's what I'm really concerned about. But I don't know if that's the case because I think they've already established a guy. I think Roman Reigns is already established as a guy, and he's just a guy to sort of win the WWE Championship. I mean, I think once he wins it. I think people would just kind of accept it. And I think they're more accepting to it, you know, in 2018 as they were in 2015. You talk about the jarring build to that WrestleMania. He, he At Fastlane, he went up against Daniel Bryan. And yeah. it was more of rubbing your nose in this food and just being like, yo, to eat it, just to have, just the, they're saying like, listen, this is the guy. And we're literally showing you and we're proving it to you. And they're literally showing in your face like, yo, this is the guy. They're pushing it in your face. Uh, with Roman Reigns defeating Daniel Bryan to even get to that WrestleMania spot, you s- switch over to Elimination Chamber that we had earlier this year. Um, Roman Reigns has a, a hell of a battle and he has to go up against Braun Strowman, one of the most unstoppable guys in the company. Also, w- allegedly one of the next big things that are coming up right now. And he has an amazing showing. The man outlasts seven other guys in the biggest elimination chamber of all time and he wins the match and he earns his way to WrestleMania. And that's an earned one that people actually respected. They respected it because again, they had no they had no other, you know, that, that, that was a story. It was predictable. Like, it, yeah. it, it was earned because it, it, they wanted it to look as though it was earned. Because you had Braun, even in that match, I didn't like the booking of that match. I thought the booking of that match was atrocious. But people accepted, but people, I mean, you had the John Cena story as well, but people accepted Roman Reigns in this match. People accepted that he win. There wasn't a major backlash. There wasn't booing like there was at that, you know, Royal Rumble. They accepted Roman Reigns 
is going to this main event and there hasn't been much of an pretty much much of any resistance to me at least since you know leading up to oh, he, it. he still gets booed and i think even in the even in the matches leading up to uh not the matches but even in the the, the segments leading up to this he like brock beating him up gets a cheer no one's yeah. really booing brock like let's be clear like no one oh, yeah like it, 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 if anything it's mixed i think it's i think but I don't think they're not booing Brock because they like Brock. I think they like the brutality of it all. You you show amazing brutality in front of everybody, and we've seen that with Braun. You show I'll, amazing. I'll go out on a limb with a with a really hot take that people might be more confused this year with who to cheer for and who to boo for than they were in 2015. Oh yeah, 100. percent I think I think that's definitely the case because I think both guys have had such amazing stock in this match. I think the kids are fully behind Roman Reigns. I think with Brock Lesnar, with Brock Lesnar, people love the brutality of it all. I don't know if people generally are fans of Brock Lesnar. I think everyone's ready for to see him lose the championship, which may be another factor in why people are willing to accept Roman Reigns at this point. But yeah, it's a. I think. You're on the money, and that people might have a harder time on who to cheer and who to who to boo. So, uh, just one more thing: uh, Who do you think comes out on top, and where where do they go next with Roman and Brock? And I'll, I'll let you start. I think Roman Reigns is undoubtedly the winner. I think Roman Reigns is. Um, I think they've been wanting to take the championship off of Brock Lesnar for a long time, um, and they've been building up to this moment. But as you see, it's 2015, and that was apparently the case, but it didn't really happen. But I think this is the year. <laughs> I think this is the year that we do it. We, we we decide who's the best. And I think you actually see a show of respect between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns after this match. And in terms of where Roman Reigns goes on from there, I think Roman Reigns goes on to um, sort of – reestablishing a lot of the stars on the brand. And I think in the same way that sort of John Cena did it, where it was a lot of different guys where he had matches against a lot of different guys like Chris Jericho and Christian and Triple H and all this other stuff, that's sort of establishing, but like getting over, you know, these Samoa Joes, the Finn Balors, the Bray Wyatt's, the Dean Ambrose's, all these, the Miz's, all these other things, helping build the roster that he has been the leader of for the last year. I think Brock Lesnar disappears. I don't, I think Brock Lesnar rides off into the sunset and I do think we see him again. I do think we see him again, uh, but I don't know when. Um. I, I, again, I, I do think Roman will win this match. I think they're, it's the full circle. It's full circle. Three years. It's been three years. Just get it over with. It's the same with like Seth and Triple H. Get this shit over with. Just just do the match. Yes, please. <laughs> get it over with. Um, I do think Roman wins. And I do agree that I, I think it's time that we have this title on TV again. And I think it's time that we see um, that we see the title on TV and we see these people fighting for this title and it becomes a focal point of the show again. And not like the, the, the secondary titles or the tag titles or whatever. Like, I, I think that's very important to have that a show has a champion on it. I, I'd like to think that Roman goes to Bobby Lashley or Brock goes to Bobby Lashley after, if he's staying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that, that there is rumors, maybe an extension to August or something. Yeah, I, I I heard the same rumors, and I, and I think we we might get Brock and Bobby, uh, just as a as a as a swan song for Brock's story. 
But I really, uh, I'm not with putting over Bobby Lashley in 2018. I'll just be honest with you. He's really good. Okay, he's he's, he's really good. He's a lot better than he was. I'd have to see. Like, is this some like you 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 putting you giving him the Brock Lesnar push? You you're giving him the push. These right. are guys where Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, AJ Styles have not you know gone over. Brock Lesnar, but you let Bobby Lashley do it. I mean, I'm not against Bobby Lashley, but I'm just saying, like, uh, I'd rather it go to someone who sort of earned it. Right. But um, yeah, I, but I, I mean, that's a way. That's a, that's a definitely an option. Someone had I, to give up the spear, though. But think about, oh yeah, you're well. He's uh, <laughs> he's got a couple moves. Okay. But I think I think that it is time for us to see a Roman Finn feud or a Roman. Uh, a proper Roman Seth title feud where, you know, maybe it could be flipped or maybe someone could turn heel or, you know, something like that where, you know, we finally get that, that good, that long, you know, feud with those two. Yeah. It's just time for new matchups. Yeah. It's time for the era to really show themselves. I think everyone in this sort of era has been waiting in the wings because of these Brock Lesnar matches or things like that. And haven't had these main event matches at WrestleMania just because they've been waiting in the wings for this moment. Um, and I think it's time to finally have it. We have a lot of guys. This is one of the best rosters in WWE history. Uh, now, even with Daniel Bryan back, it's even fucking better. Which I, how did that happen? I don't know. But we, we build towards that. <laughs> it, it could happen. SummerSlam. Or not SummerSlam. Survivor Series. Survivor Series. Have that be like a, in a promotional match. There's Easy. a lot of really cool things coming out of WrestleMania on all sides. But again, as we said... This is the most intriguing story, and it's a story that has so many stakes as far as the main event picture in the WWE going forward. I'm super excited for our, uh, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, too. And I'm also super excited for our WrestleMania recap show this week on the A Show. It is dropping on Thursday, as usual. We drop on Thursday. Yes, we do. We drop right? on Thursdays. Yeah, yeah we, we drop, drop on Thursday. Thursday. I don't, I don't remember what day. Everything like blurs together up for me. But um, it's going to be a, a huge episode, Mills. Are you ready to talk about the 14-match card? Um, no, but, you know, I'll be ready on Thursday. I'll be ready. <laughs> I'll be ready. Once I see Raw and SmackDown and get that WrestleMania feel, even though everybody's going to be like, oh, you know, we're not really doing much. I, I, I think we're going to get a very lax Raw and a very lax SmackDown heading into this Royal Rumble. Well, luckily, we're not. Uh, we're not. Gonna be, we're not going to be reviewing Raw and SmackDown this week. Oh yeah, yeah. I know, I know. But it gets me. It gets me. You know, amped for the show. Like you, right. you, you get that. You know, I, I was talking on Twitter about the Styles and Nakamura. You know, they're out there slapping beers out of each other's hands, and then Biscuit My Way comes on. It's like those type of moments that I would expect. You know, but yeah. Um, to get me amped for this show, but um, we've got a multitude of matchups. We've got a multitude of feuds. We have over 14 matches at this point, maybe over 14. Maybe that's the final number. Maybe that's the lucky number, but we have a ton of matches to go through and listen, this is going to be great. Can't wait. So uh, thank you guys for listening to our very special episode of the A Show, a retrospective, if you will, of Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. If you like these types of shows and you want us to do them more often, let us know on Twitter. You can follow me at OGJohnny5 and Meals at Meals TV. That is M E E L Z TV on Twitter. Leave us your feedback. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on SoundCloud and also subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, you can also subscribe, uh, follow our twitter at rnc radio live uh we're, dro- we're dropping all the hottest playlists and we're also letting you guys see all the playlists and uh podcasts from our network of rnc 
so again, we will see you guys later this week. Thank you for watching with us. Thank you for watching along. It has been a journey, my friends, but the road to WrestleMania is almost at an end. We'll see you later. Happy Rusev Day. <laughs>